I am Noah Wilder, and this is... Elias Chavez. Elias Alexander Chavez, and we are here to talk to you guys first about an icebreaker, and then we're going to get into what we call the feature presentation, where we will both get into... Uh, I don't. I still don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to assume it's a movie. Uh, we're both going to get into secular media uh, and show you guys some lesson or theme that's in it that we think pertains to the Christian worldview or the gospel or something along those lines so that you guys can think about those things more deeply and, and inspect the, the show or movie or whatever we happen to be talking about on a deeper level and potentially bring these ideas to uh, a friend or a colleague you might have that finds this media interesting and bring up God in that conversation in a not more natural because it's still going to be awkward, but a more fun way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Elias, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, Noah. Um, nothing nothing really going on. Um, nothing too wild. I have started working more. Um, yes, you told me about that. Yeah. Did I mention this last week or did I just... I just when, we did a 5K together. Right. We talked to right, right. Okay. then. Okay. So, congrats to everyone who actually ran in that 5K. Yes. That was not us. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> My wife and your girlfriend uh, ran a significant portion of it. Yes. So congrats to them. They earned it. Mm -hmm. They did a thing. They did. We just went on a nice walk. Yeah. In the cold around the zoo. Yep. <laughs> and the lion was enjoying the cold, I guess. Yeah. He's like, whoa, that's that's but, a foreign concept. What, <laughs> not many animals were out. But the the polar bear was not. The polar bear was, was active. Was like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yes. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, point is, yeah, I've been working more. Um, I've bumped up from eight-hour days to ten-hour days. Um, <laughs> so, that overtime money will be sweet. <laughs> I'm waiting for my first overtime paycheck. <laughs> so, currently, I'm, I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, man, I sure am working for absolutely nothing. Um, but once that first paycheck comes in, I'll be like... Ah, yes. This, this is what I was working for. Yeah, you enjoy that as a hourly worker. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Uh, as a salary worker, you can get overtime, but when you do, it's taxed at like 60%. <laughs> and yeah. it's not overtime pay, it's just your normal hourly pay, just taxed more. So yeah. it's it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. I mean, it's still more money, but it it's just... Oh, I worked eight extra hours. I get forty more dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's not worth it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just get, just to emphasize this to you all: if you are salaried, do not work overtime. Do not work overtime. <laughs> you will regret it. Go spend time with your family. <laughs> right, 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 right. Anyway, anyway, I had a good week. <laughs> we, we had a good time. But uh, have you come up with an answer to the icebreaker from? That we promised last week. That we promised last week. Um, why don't you go first? Why don't you go first on this? Because I do. You remember we, the icebreaker? I do remember the icebreaker. Go we, ahead and inform the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. Why don't you get? No, no, no. But seriously. Um, so the icebreaker from last week um, that we had agreed we would do this week um, was so Neapolitan ice cream, three yes. flavors. Yes. Chocolate, 
vanilla and strawberry. strawberry. Yes. I almost said and ice cream. We're gonna ignore that. Um in, in some in some combination. I don't ice and cream and cold. Three flavors. Three flavors. Um all separate. Cold is a flavor. Try me. <laughs> I yeah I'm willing to accept that anyways moving on um but yes so my my point being um yeah so those are the three classic Neapolitan ice cream flavors but the problem is perpetually you serve Neapolitan ice cream and you just end up with like a a stack of strawberry or whatever yes and nobody is interested nobody's interested in it but the chocolate and the vanilla are all gone or some combination there within. Um, it's never the middle one that's gone. That's still there. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's weird that they all come in different orders, though. And they come in different orders. And that was going to be my next question is, does Neapolitan have to be in a certain order? No. No. I've never seen chocolate in the middle, though. Also, I, I've always hated, like, seeing, uh, like, ads or whatever where people, like, scoop Neapolitan ice cream. And they're getting every flavor in one scoop. Yeah, yeah, And it's, like, Just, like a little, bit of, the a little bit of chocolate, a lot of vanilla, and then a little bit of strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Um, so, Noah, what is your pitch for the new three neapolitan ice cream flavors okay so i came up with this flate this combo not thinking really about it because it's still going to end up with one of them Mm -hmm. still just like left completely alone (laughs) okay but uh, i don't like chocolate ice cream so no chocolate ice cream in there but everything's gonna have chocolate in it (laughs) okay as like an ingredient okay so cookies and cream i like cookies and cream okay is it in yours I wanted to see, like, so so far. Our mat- Does that so far? Cookies them? and cream is in mine. Okay, yes. okay. I think we're gonna go very different now. Um, okay, I I will be very surprised if you- <laughs> I'll give you ten bucks if you we have the same one. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know what mine is, so it sounds like I'm about to make an easy ten dollars. <laughs> no, okay, okay. I'll, um, I'll give you ten dollars in a trust fund that you can get out in twenty years. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> ah, I see. Thirty dollars in ten. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyways, but no. What, what else you got? What else um, you got? Anyway, so cookies and cream. Okay. Uh, dark chocolate raspberry. Oh, okay. And mint chocolate chip, just for all those people that like mint for some reason. I'm personally attacked. Um, yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> So yours is mint, mint chocolate chip, and, and cookies and cream. With, mint cookies and cream. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, mint, mint chocolate chip. No, no. Um, no, so I was going to say cookies and cream, um, peanut butter cup. Okay. And um, Okay, and wait, 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 wait. What kind of peanut butter cup? Is it chocolate ice cream or white ice cream? I think, I think white ice cream. <laughs> Flavor is ambiguous. It is white ice cream. Snow ice cream. It's like, it's like cranberry flavored. It's like it's something you would never <laughs> white, expect. White mountain cherry or whatever that Gatorade flavor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mythical white cherry. And you take a bite and it's just nothing but cherry and peanut butter cups. And you're like... What, what have you done? Just start crying. Yes. It's like dripping out of your mouth. <laughs> but it's red when it comes out. It melts a little bit, and then you're yes. like, then it's cherry then color. Then it exposes its color. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no! 
And now it can stain things and it's just awful. Yeah. So you said cookies and cream. <laughs> yes. Peanut butter cup, but what kind of ice cream is my question? Uh, vanilla. Just vanilla with peanut butter cup. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like that's a good crowd pleaser. Um, and then I want to say mint chocolate chip, um, but just to keep it consistent, um, I want another uh, vanilla flavor. <laughs> so vanilla cookies and cream. It's all white. Yes, 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 yes. Different specs. So you have yes, so you have to figure out. Um, this one's vanilla bean. <laughs> <gasps> that's actually so. Yeah. So I was leaning. I was leaning vanilla bean on the okay. last one, where it's just like I was like vanilla bean. I, I really I really like vanilla bean. So I was thinking like vanilla bean. But you color it all green, so it looks mint. <laughs> <laughs> but none of it is minty. None of it's minty, <laughs> even a little bit. But yeah, um, but so no. You, you whitewash Neapolitan ice cream. This is correct. <laughs> I. <laughs> so, so so um unless you're eating, it's mm-hmm. very likely that my new Neapolitan yeah will still have a bunch of mint left over. <laughs> Yes. Um, and likely still a lot of raspberry dark chocolate. <laughs> Which is sad because I, I, I that wasn't in mine because I kind of forgot it existed. But like, yeah, that's a really good one. It's pretty good. But yours, what would be gone and what would be still there? I think vanilla bean would still be there. <laughs> I feel like vanilla bean would probably still be there. Yeah. Yeah. Not because no one likes it. It's just like, why would I choose that? <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's why that's another part of why it's there is just like I need one that's just like um that's just like left over afterwards or I guess I could do like like um moose tracks or something I really yeah. like moose tracks or, or Rocky Road there we go yeah I, I'm gonna come up with an old man one real quick yeah so um <laughs> Neapolitan <laughs> but for different age groups oh, uh, so cherry cordial okay <laughs> <laughs> we're starting off strong uh Ovaltine <laughs> Ovaltine ice cream. <laughs> And uh, oh, let's see, just like cornflakes, <laughs> bran flakes. I know. Uh, I was gonna say, like chocolate ice cream with raisins in it. <laughs> Grandpa's everywhere, just like I gotta get to Kroger now. Just chowing down. Yeah. Holy Grandpa, please stop! <laughs> no flavors are left over in this Neapolitan. Dad, I cannot let my kids watch you eat this. <laughs> Father, Father, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Really funny. Oh man, you could have done like a sweet corn ice cream. A sweet corn ice have you, cream? Have you never had sweet corn ice cream? No. Oh wow. Sorry. I, Sucks for you. From California. I don't <laughs> no no no. Uh no, I've never I've never Exactly. Had... You're from California. Sweet corn. Sweet corn, avocado ice cream, and <laughs> The California Neapolitan. <laughs> I actually, this is a this is a really fun thought experiment that we could Sweet definitely corn. open ourselves up to. <laughs> where it's just like, what what's what's the Louisville Neapolitan? Let's do that because okay. obviously bourbon. You finish the California one though. Um, we got sweet shrimp. corn avocado. Vito. Vito. Cream cheese ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Probably the California ice cream. Probably some kind of like 
I mean, avocado ice cream. Someone would be really into it, man. That's all I'm saying. They put avocado in everything. They they do. They keep they keep finding new things to be like. You know what this needs? The butter vegetables. <laughs> um, okay, so the Louisville one though. Yeah, but the Louisville one. You said uh, bourbon. Bourbon. I'm, I feel like bourbon. There's bourbon ice creams. Okay. okay. Um, chocolate caramel. Okay. That seems like. Louisville to me. Um, okay. Okay. Let wait, wait, wait. Let's change it. Uh, a a new kind of moose tracks called horse tracks. <laughs> okay. 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 What is moose tracks, by the way? <laughs> uh, moose tracks is vanilla ice cream with peanut butter cups and famous moose tracks fudge. Okay, so it's just fudge in peanut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because moose tracks is a brand. And yes, then okay. other companies were like, "Hey, it was pretty good. What if we just like tried to steal their market share?" <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'll say a horse track instead of Reese's cup okay. in it or peanut butter cup. Sorry, Reese's. Um, <laughs> it's gonna have like a bunch of crunch in it. Do, I you, know what, just, do you know what a I bunch have of crunch no is? No idea. I thought you were just gonna say like bourbon ball, but okay. <laughs> you already it's just bourbon. Yeah, it's do bourbon you know ice bourbon, cream. It's bourbon do you know ice what cream. A bunch of crunch is? No. It's a. It's like a nerd's cluster, oh. but it's like chocolate and the crunchy rice from a crunch bar. Yo. Yeah. Say that one more time. <laughs> it's just a little cluster yeah. of chocolate and the rice from a crunch bar. But the crunch bar has chocolate, so it's just a crunch bar in a different shape. <laughs> it's a little little nugget a little nugget bar. huh a little crunch nugget crunch nugget <laughs> and fudge uh, and, and vanilla fudge. ice cream that's horse tracks oh okay there we go and okay. then uh, uh but chocolate covered potatoes <laughs> potato chips mm. chocolate potato and peanut, chips and peanut butter like caramelized throughout yeah no chocolate chocolate and uh Potato chips do go surprisingly well together. It's like the sweet and the salty, and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. anyways. Yeah, I don't know what else. To <laughs> but there you go. You're welcome, Louisville. You're, you're welcome, welcome, California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, old man. <laughs> We've done it. We've answered like eight yes. icebreakers. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you're welcome, me. I, I have now the perfect Neapolitan for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, now at some point we just need to... Uh, we need to go to like Raiders or um, Ben and Jerry's or something like that. Yeah, and just be like, hey. Baskin Robbins or uh, what's the what's the other place? Cold Stone. Just put them all together. Cold Stone. Make our own Neapolitan. Cold Stone. Make it happen. Run a promotion. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, after Googling this, I can confirm nobody has made a horse tracks ice cream. Um, okay. In well, 2018, gonna... Comfy Cow did release a 2018 uh, Kentucky Derby ice cream flavor lineup. Uh, the Rose one, Two Minute Mango, Pharaoh's Fave, and Phillies and Lilies. That's nice, but I got to go patent horse tracks. Ice That's what cream. I'm saying. Uh, you, there's an opportunity. Yeah, before we release this. <laughs> You've got a week. Okay, I gotta contact Nestle, get their permission to use Bunch of Crunch. <laughs> right, right. I'd be like, hey, can I use this in a super obscure? Like, I mean, at that point, it's basically personal use. I don't care what you're... <laughs> Just don't sell it. <laughs> Just don't sell it. And you're like, that's the point. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> if you want to tell us what Neapolitan ice cream combo you would personally have for yourself, or you think is better than the traditional one overall for most people... Let us know at ocvpod.com 
or ocvpod at gmail.com or at ocvpod on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks for listening to that part of the show. On to the feature presentation. Elias, you want to go first? Ah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, he'll go first. I'll go first. Um, So you'd mentioned today at an earlier point while we were recording that you thought I'd talk about a movie. So, ha, get played. I'm wrong. You're incorrect. I think they are all knew it already, <laughs> based off the title. Yeah, so when you said that, you must have felt real foolish, my guy. I did not, because I did not know. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, no. Anyways, no. So, uh, yeah, today I'm going to be talking about Bao. Um, so... Bao. The one about the little dumpling man. Yes. Well, don't... I want to... Tell it. He's a dumpling. I tell the baby. story better than and you do. And then he do. gets a weird goatee as a dumpling. Yeah. What? Actually, follow up. Um. Uh. Icebreaker question. What do you still th- needs glasses? What? Yeah. He still needs glasses. What do you think his dumpling goatee was made out of? What do you think that was? Black pepper. <laughs> I don't know. He just got some chocolate on his chin. <laughs> he just he just tried to rub it off, but it just smeared, and he was like, yeah, "Hey, that doesn't look bad." I man, I'm never shaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about bow and and good things that can be bad habits. I'll try to keep it short. I'm sure I won't. Let's go. Um, <laughs> basically, that's how, around here. that's how we do it. Um, basically, there are plenty of things um, that, like spiritually speaking, um, they are like necessities, um, right? So as far as like us being Christians are concerned, the fruits of the spirit, kind of a big deal. Yeah. I feel like that's not contentious to say. I mean, uh, they aren't. The thing. No, 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 not by, by any, any means. means. Yeah. But, like, they're how I know you have the thing. <laughs> the thing being the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. Um, Who is a he, not a thing. <laughs> so, as I was saying, um, <laughs> no, um, but seriously, though, the, yeah, so, like, the fruits of the Spirit, those are, like, good biblical principles, habits, disciplines to instill within yourself um a lot of other things that you do in your life though they just like spiritually speaking they're kind of neutral you know Mm -hmm. like when you wake up in the morning you can you can make that glorifying to god but like you just like being awake i mean you're not you're not sinning Mm -hmm. but you're not like it's just it just it's an act you know um but it's something that you do every day there are more specific, like, actual habits that we get into, though. Um, same deal. There are good spiritual habits, bad spiritual habits, and, and, and kind of neutral spiritual habits. Um, reading your Bible every day, it's a pretty positive spiritual habit to have. Um, lying, if somebody accuses you of something, this is a, instead of, like, fessing up to it, that's a pretty bad one. Um, that's bad fruit. That that would be a bad fruit. Um, has no seeds in it. No seeds. Ew. Yuck. It has a rotten side. Ugh, Looks wanna... nice on the ground. Pick up the apple. All gross on the other side. Don't want it. Don't, Don't lie. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
ground fruit isn't good typically unless you... it's an orange mm. orange <laughs> um <laughs> like homer simpson mm. burger burger <laughs> anyways um <laughs> moving on um but yeah there, there's just there are things like that um and so, like, as time goes on, though, um, some of our more more neutral things that we do throughout our life, I don't know, uh, playing video games by yourself, that, you know, spending time watching TV, that's that's pretty spiritually neutral. Um, you know, you can, you can actively decide through the act of watching TV to watch something that isn't good for your spiritual well-being or choose to watch something that is, but... You know, that just kind of is what it is. Anyways, eventually, though, you can hit a point where it's like you this this thing that you spend a lot of time with watching sports, for example, watching sports is pretty spiritually neutral. Um, You can you could get pretty into it. Yeah. And then as you get more and more into it, it can become an idol. Uh huh. The same can go for more positive spiritual traits where, you know, say that you're somebody who is um i don't know let's say let's say you're a very you're like a very charitable person you're a very charitable person um you get really into like giving food out or whatever <laughs> whatever it may be and you get so into it that that becomes like a part of your identity yeah and that thing that you're doing that i mean god wants you to be a charitable person he wants for you to steward what he has provided for you um by you know immediately turning it over (laughs) um (laughs) right but when someone asks you like hey what makes life worth living or are you a good person you go of course i give to charity maybe you're really good at being charitable (laughs) yeah but like that's not the correct answer if you're not if you're a christian like there is wrong answers to this if you're a christian right 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 so like good or bad or neutral things can all be identity makers and then they are bad things. and then they are bad things um and so now slipping into bow real quick um for those uh, of you who have I not get it i put it all together in my head well in that case roll the credits noah you can get going um, i can hear my thoughts it's yeah, all good yeah. um but no so now getting into bow um bow is a story um that is very cute and very sad and i've wanted to talk about it for a minute now it's sad i would say so she eats it. and it, it just it it's sad man it's like <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, like family splitting like, apart. It's and good I mean, at the end. It's good at the end, but it, there's a moment. So is Up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'd classify Up as a sad movie. It's a sad first 10 minutes. Yeah. but it's, the, like, like, it's bittersweet towards the end, but it's more sweet than bitter. It's, it's but like, that first 10 minutes is devastating, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> I was not ready as a 10-year-old to, yeah, I, to address my emotions in that way. Yeah, no, it was just like, oh my gosh, infertility, what? <laughs> I'm seven, my dude. <laughs> Anyways, um, my point is... Um, yeah, so in, in the, in the Disney Pixar short, Bow, um, there's, there's this woman and she presumably wants a child. Um, her 
I mean, her husband seems pretty cool with new child showing up in their lives. So I guess it's something they've been talking about for a while. Anyways, that's, that's me reading into it. But the point, because there's no words. So, yeah. so me re- I mean, he's a Asian dad in a cartoon, so he, he's not likely to speak. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is not an incorrect statement. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving forward. Um, but yeah, yes. So point is, um, yeah, they just kind of they just kind of do their thing. Um, lady makes a big old meal. Husband eats the meal. She's also eating the meal. She goes. She's eating her dumplings. Her bow. And at one point, she takes a bite out of one of these big old bow dumplings, and the dumpling cries. <laughs> and she's like, um. Um, what am I gonna do? <laughs> and then you know the it's ba- alive. The, yeah, and then yeah. the baby, the very top heavy little baby bow suddenly like starts spouting arms and legs and mm-hmm. is walking around and she starts like keeping track of how tall the baby is and the baby grows and tall she- of like one inch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like does does notably grow. Um, yeah, the baby grows. And she, like, feeds the baby. She takes the baby shopping with her. She teaches the baby how to haggle with market people. Um, She teaches the baby. Important things to know. Yes, she teaches the baby how to, like, do yoga in the park. Mm -hmm. And then the baby started liking girls. And then the baby started liking girls (laughs) and those dangerous extreme sports like soccer. Well, for him, it's very dangerous. For him, it's... He's smaller than the balls. Yes. He can just go flying. I love... I love when he... The neck could cut him in half. Yes. I love when he headbutts the ball and he has has the giant dent. dent, And instead of crying, he's just like, let's go! Guys, check it out! Yo, I got a dent! And the mom's just like... (laughs) My baby! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, understandable. But she just, like, feeds him and... It fills it. And it fills the dent. So I mean I guess I guess he's borderline immortal. Anyways, moving on. Um, borderline. Borderline. Nothing can kill him, but you can kill him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can kill him, but he can die. Yes. Yes. Maybe like if he's, it gets he's immortal too in the way like Wolverine is. Where like even if he dies, he's gonna come back. Through, yeah. He can heal back to life yeah but he can't die like he was like wolverine's not alive when he like is atomized <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> atomized yeah but somehow some part of him brings him back and he's good to go still has all his memories <laughs> wow <laughs> healing factor bow Bow. I want bow with little Wolverine claws. I want, I want like, yeah, you know, like the X two poster or whatever, yeah. where he's like got the claws in front of his face. Yeah. I want that, but it's it's bow, it's the bow, <laughs> the bow has the claws in front of his face the with bow. like the different reflections. Yes. Anyways, X Men Origins. Bow. bow. <laughs> X Men Origins. Disney special. <laughs> um, November 22nd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, the, the, our little immortal bow boy. Um, obviously, the mom is raising this bow as a son, as a family member. Um, and she gets to the point where she's like, I have to protect my little bow baby from everything. Um, I have to shelter and coddle my little bow baby. And 
the bow baby's like but like women are pretty though <laughs> and <laughs> You're not pretty, mom. <laughs> Whoa, Bow. Bow, that was that wasn't like problematic, but that was definitely a a, a very terrible thing to say. No, um, but he like I like when Bow moves out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and so that's what I was gonna walks yeah. on by, hands the keys over, kiss on the cheek, out of there. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna move in with the boys, mom. <laughs> Road trip with the boys. Anyways, and and she's just like, like you can't. You can't do this. You can't have fun. You can't go do anything. And this whole, you know, it shows that like what had started off is so sweet. Now she's like, I'm not going to let you do anything that you want. I'm not going to let you like life is dangerous and I'm not going to let you live life because I don't want you to be in danger. Um, what had started off is this like good nurturing motherly role now like she she'd wanted this family she wanted the family to stick together and suddenly she is she's found herself in this position where wouldn't you know it she's completely unable to let go of it yeah she can't cope without being an active mother yes yeah it became her identity that became her identity this motherly role this familial motivation that she had is suddenly her her idol her entire thing that she's focusing on um and i wish that i had something to be like she'd lost sight of god in that moment but you know it's a disney short so i don't i, don't, I mean yeah sure she, she did lose sight of god but not addressed in not the, addressed in the short kind of well i mean i guess when she eats him definitely like and so fast forwarding <laughs> she eats him he's like hey i'm trying to leave now and she's like you're not gonna leave you're not going to marry that girl girl <laughs> and so she grabs she's him. not a good asian woman and cannot marry her cannot marry her and so she she eats him showing not that she has come to terms with him um instead showing that she's like i'm just going to shelter you and keep you inside of me and you're not allowed to leave mm -hmm. um hey man that feels like a lot to unpack but i'm just here to talk about the bible yeah so yeah she'd rather harm him than lose her identity yeah which is keeping him safe so she's like so she starts she's become a contradiction sobbing. yeah yeah she starts big ugly sobbing um and so to further define what an idol is um basically an idol is just anything um that we set our hearts on other than god um it's there's a lot of definitions of idolatry all throughout the bible um but just anything that we put in charge of ourselves um think very like you know, you cannot serve two masters, um, you know, which is talking about, you know, God and money. But that's an example of an idol. Um, I couldn't find any specific examples of like family being an idol in the Bible. Um, like I can think of like definitely people not that not that like specifically say that, you know, because um, I, I think maybe maybe Job when he finally is like in the wrong. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. He took my family for me kind of deal but uh it's not as explicit as you might think yeah and that's the thing um, where it's just like then god's like i am the lord <laughs> i made 
everything <laughs> the behemoth the leviathan were you there yeah yes. and job's just like uh, t-posing like in fear like which t-posing <laughs> yeah what does that mean yeah like he's so he's on the ground t-posing he's, he's not just, standing up t-posing he's just he's just so scared he's like uh must revert to base state in the presence of god i must t-pose um <laughs> I think he just falls on his face, right? I, I'm pretty sure he uh, Does he fall on his face? Seems appropriate. I mean, it's definitely appropriate, but I don't remember if he does it. Anyways, my point is, um, <laughs> there's a lot of examples of, of idolatry in the Bible. Um, but yes, like I said, in, in short, an idol is just anything that it's like, oh, this is what's defining me. This is something that I am, that I am loving and pursuing more than God. I am putting more effort into this thing than I am my spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Boom! Idol, take that! I don't want to call any like I want to like call <laughs> take it. Take that, people who disagree. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to call. I don't somebody. know who disagrees, but moving on. Moving on. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, and so with this, um, basically, like, yeah, with like with any habit, anything that like once once a spiritual habit, good or bad, gets set in place, it is really hard. To break that. In fact, I would argue completely and totally, utterly impossible because we are like deprived human beings from birth. Oh, wait, haha, Jesus Christ exists. He comes in and is like, boom, mic drop. I can set you free from all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the short of, of Bao, um, the woman is like, you know, eventually just like has tearful moment with son where she's like, oh, wait, you're a human, not a dumpling. And. <laughs> This was like a metaphor in my head this whole time. Wow, this was... That and was the person at the market thought I was crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the... like If she were to go back to the wall where she has the pencil drawings and she's yeah. just like, why are they... They're all on the... Gr- oh, but you're so... No. I would... Oh, wow, I, I was This really was dreaming. an idol. Yeah, I, I, oh, I was down bad. <laughs> um, I thought I hate you. I thought I... And, and her son's just like, what are you talking... <laughs> Mom, what happened? <laughs> oh, no. Where's dad? Where's dad? <laughs> I thought I was your sweet little dumpling. You meant that literally? <laughs> Is this why you've been staring at my shins all this time? <laughs> anyway. Oh gosh. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my... Remember when your head was dented? No. no. <laughs> I fed you and made it better. <laughs> Mom, you need help. <laughs> I can't help you. I can't help you. Oh my. This makes no sense. Oh my gosh. You need a professional. I I really I really love this idea of like a second tearful confrontation with the family. Have an intervention with her. You need to stop carrying that bow around. Yes. It's literally du- it's a decades old. It's so gross. <laughs> you ate it? You how are you alive? <laughs> you let it play soccer? <laughs> you let it play soccer. And the other parents were fine with that? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Any way. It's like a support group of moms. <laughs> yeah. We've all like been through this. We've all adopted oh, 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 some I thought, food objects. I thought you were gonna say that she has a support group of moms who were like trying they they were like, oh, it's it's like it's like a metaphor for what she's going through with her family. It's it's a world secret that all mothers <laughs> Go adopt some food yeah. object at some point. That's why all the market people are so cool with it. They're like, oh, oh, she's just here with her bow that she you, thinks is animated. Me and you just don't know about this, but if you become a mother, yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, anyways, um, while searching for a verse for all of this, I ended up finding, because um, I was going through Second Kings, because I was like, if I want to find anything about idolatry, Oh boy. <laughs> uh first and second chronicles and first and second kings. Let's go. <laughs> um and sure enough, uh, the story of King Hezekiah, which had a part that I completely forgot about um, while talking about what a phenomenal king he was. Second Kings 18.4 um, says, he removed the high places and broke the sacred pillars, cut down the wooden image and broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses has ma- had made. Um, for until those days, the children of Israel burned incense to it and called it Nehushtan. Nehushtan. I think Nehushtan is good enough. Nehushtan. <laughs> Neshtan. Nehushtan. Move, move on, please. Nehushtan. Anyways, um, point is, uh, yeah, so he was like specifically, Hezekiah was specifically known as like one of the best kings of Judah of all time. Uh, there were like other cool kings, um, but they didn't like do as good of a job of removing idols as he did. He would just like, uh, I want to keep my people happy and like, at least they're worshiping God in some capacity, even if they're also worshiping like other gods. Mm-hmm. So I'll like get rid-, rid of a couple things, but like for like the high places or whatever, he'd be like, I don't know about that. Or they'd be like, you know, they'd get rid of everything else, but they'd be like, uh, but like the, the idols to Baal or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, like anyways, they would just, they'd leave, they, they wouldn't, they would do one thing or the other. Anyways, Hezekiah, though, he, he man was a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, getting into this, um, specifically, I would just want to bring up something I thought was really interesting. Um, Nehushtan actually means, like, piece of brass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love that it brings that up because it's, like, people also, by naming this... this Yeah, they've named it something that... They- the name should tell you, like, hey, this is an what's idol. going on. <laughs> it's it's it is a piece of brass. Yes, um, and it's interesting because it demeans the object and the idol. Um, but you're like, okay, so what is this thing, and what is it saying that Moses made it? So just for some context, there, Moses uh, didn't make an idol. Just to be clear, just to be clear, um, in Numbers chapter 21, there's this whole time. There's a bunch of serpents descending upon the nation. Moses makes a bronze idol. Or freaking a bronze serpent um, for Israel. It's like, look upon this. You'll be spared from death from the snake bites, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and this was under instruction from God. This was all under instruction from God. So it was this... It's supposed to be like a picture of Christ, right? So like like you said, like the camp is getting infested with snakes. If Mm -hmm. you get bit, you die. So they're calling out to God, hey, save us from these snakes. Like we're infested. We don't know what's going on. Why is this plague going on? And God gives this instruction and says, hey, if you want to like be saved, be healed from this. Like if you get bit, go find we'll put we'll put up the snake so everyone can see it. And you look to it and you'll be healed. And so it's like 
the snake is lifted up and then the son of man is lifted up and you can look to that the cross Mm -hmm. and be healed from and saved from your sins yes and the snake is also metaphorical for the devil and all all these things so (laughs) yes um so yeah you covered that part um (laughs) but so yeah so that that's basically exactly it um and so further working into this analogy and talking about hezekiah here it's just really interesting to see that like as you pointed out, this is all under instruction from God. This was specifically made to, as this, like, again, this this thing in history that's pointing forward to Christ. By all accounts, when Moses did that, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Israelites kept it around for, like, Hundreds 800 of, years. Yeah. 800 years. Um, and Hezekiah was like, and like, you're burning incense to this and like, like sacrificing, sacrificing it. to yeah. it and worshiping it. What are you doing? And it's called piece of brass. And it's, <laughs> right, 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 right. And like, you know, and it's crazy to think that like, you know, it'd be awesome if something like that survived because like, you know, it, it's a piece of history like that. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, regardless of the how amazing of a reminder that that is, um, if at any point something like that, something that again, like genuinely good and beautiful in um, like and and honoring to God, once that becomes this like idol to you, I mean, just like with any sin, uh, the Bible gives us a pretty clear picture of what to do with that. Um, one, take it to the cross, and then two, if it causes you to sin gadget out um like it's 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 one of those things where it's like on one hand it's it's just that simple but then also it's like really hard to execute Mm -hmm. on your own um yeah it's simple just gouge it out but you need christ for that um just like this very analogy you need to look up and see like hey this is this is where we are um anyways um yeah so there you go yes so bow (laughs) so bow um yeah so bow basically with with bow that's that's where i wanted to to make this comparison of like so the mother has like made an idol maybe of of her son but maybe more out of the identity of mother of motherhood yes and motherhood by all accounts biblical and otherwise motherhood is a A good thing good and holy thing good and holy thing a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. um not everyone is called to motherhood um because I mean, everything is can be made good and holy in Christ. Yeah. Um, they're all different roles and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But And those are the, like, to me, those are the most dangerous idols yeah. of, like, I'm a pastor. I'm a good guy. I'm a pastor. Yeah. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm a pastor. Be quiet. Listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very dangerous because it is a good thing. What are you going to say? Oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, what are you going to do here? Mm-hmm. And so what happens in Bao is, like, she pushes this idea to the point where she self-contradicts and harms this idea of her son. Yeah. And so, like, that's what breaks her is, like, her getting so bad that she realizes it. And so, like, if if someone's in that situation, they either need to do something that's so bad that they realize, oh, oh, this is a problem. Or you need to, like, be able to show them things they've done and because it is a problem and there will be – sorry – because it is a problem and there will be like things they've done that are wrong because they're obsessing over this and it may be hard for them to see it, but they're going to be there or else it's not actually a problem. <laughs> so you need to find those things and come up with good examples and present them and like, hey, I know you're a pastor, but you haven't been, you've been like 
encouraging people to be loyal to you more than the Bible, and I don't think that is appropriate, here's some verses, here's some examples of you doing that, and hopefully that shakes them out of it. But <laughs> yeah. in Bao, the example is, oh, I just ate my son symbolically. <laughs> Maybe I was in the wrong. Um, but yeah, there's a... I like when the dad shuts the door. Yeah. And he's just like, you guys aren't allowed to leave until you talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe you need a, a dad in your life. Or, uh, who is it? Nathan? Nathan that comes to David? Oh, says, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, I know like, what you Nathan? Done. He's like, yeah. you need someone to come in your life and just like lay it out and be like, hey, this is a problem. <laughs> hey, man, that Bathsheba thing you did? Not okay. Not okay. You just said that. I mean, maybe that's a good strategy. What Nathan did, like, come up with another similar situation. It's like, there's a man, and he has many sheep, and then there's another (laughs) lady who's one sheep, and he wants the sheep, so he's like, hey, I'm going to kill the guy and take the sheep. And then David's all like, bro, that guy. He should be killed. And then Nathan's like, yeah. (laughs) That's you. (laughs) What? (laughs) rip his robe off all that stuff but uh yeah <laughs> um yeah i there's a have you ever read the great divorce no so what the, is the great divorce it's a an analogous thing by c.s lewis um and it, essentially it's like okay there's he- it's set in heaven and hell new heaven and new earth uh and it's not like a what I'm he already thinks, into it. <laughs> it's not what he thinks heaven and hell are really going to be like. Mm-hmm. But it's a story of like if you have a family member in hell, you can go get them and try and convince them to change their mind, yeah. and they never will. So it's him and going. He's like showing people going and getting their friends and family members out of hell and trying to like show them the way, and then the, them continually not accepting it and it's showing like the folly of their decisions and like where you can go wrong but specifically there's a mother that her son died and she hates god for it and she keeps going like a a a good god would never take a son away from his mother there's no greater love than a mother for her son and all these things and it's just like she's convinced that her and her son was all that mattered and if God's taken that away, he's not good and he wants nothing. She wants nothing to do with him. And his son, her son is in heaven and she can't see him because she's in hell. And she's like, why would he keep her from me <laughs> or whatever? Why would he keep him from me? My bad. Um, and she's like continuously like, you don't get it. You don't get it. You aren't a mother. You wouldn't understand. And it is this exact example of like making this idol out of motherly love and out of herself as a mother and not able to see like, oh, my love was incredibly suffocating to my son and it was an idol to me and it wasn't good for me to love him that way. She only sees God did something I don't like and I will not accept it. And so maybe you should check it out. But <laughs> You said it was called... The Great Divorce. The Great Divorce. Um, and so mm-hmm. it has some interesting points and it's... By no means like a true reflection of what heaven and hell would be like. I don't think you're going to be going to your friends in hell and be like, hey, listen, here's, let me lay it out for you and hope I change your mind. I don't think that's going to be happening, but it's yeah. a great little, if that were to happen, it helps you learn like why these people are in hell is not because they're so bad that they must be punished, which they are bad, 
But like they are choosing to be there because they all have this idol. They all have this thing that they're like, if I can't have it my way, I don't want to be with God. And God's like, I want you to be with me, but if that's your choice, so I guess you're down there. Like, yeah. like the hell isn't me torturing you. It's just me, quote unquote, divorcing you from myself. And that's just the way it is because you refuse to be around me. Um, but like, it's a great little thing to like explain that, uh, <laughs> that idea of like, okay, they are all hell is locked from the inside. Like no one is trying to get out. No one's trying to get to heaven at least. And that's the only other option. So they all choose to continually stay there. And that it's all because they have these ideas and these idols that they won't give up on and they won't be with God because they won't give up on those things. So anyway, same idea as Bao here that you're trying to explain that like even something as good as being a parent and something that even God himself identifies with (laughs) as the father, you can make it your whole identity and you can make it an idol and it can ruin your life. (laughs) And I mean, it's not inconceivable to see that being a reason why someone is you let god let something bad happen to my child how can i ever want to be with him kind of it's not that infeasible to see someone having that logic and being in hell and saying i don't want to be with god if he's going to keep my son away from me or my daughter or my child or something along those lines um so yeah it's scary this specific kind of idol worship of like take a good thing make it your identity now it's a bad thing um yeah anyway (laughs) Uh, anyway, I'm going to talk about Moon Knight. Okay. <laughs> uh, Black Panther 2 just came out, and I didn't really have anything with Black Panther. But here's another Marvel thing. So, <laughs> Sure. I'm going to talk about Moon Knight. Um, specifically, one scene in one episode really stood out to me. So in the fifth episode of Moon Knight, we look into the past of the main characters, uh, Mark Spector and Stephen Grant. We find out that Steven was created as an alternate personality to protect Mark from his harmful childhood, and specifically his mother, who is abusive to, to him uh, physically and verbally. <laughs> um, not, not a great mother af- at, after one specific point <laughs> uh, in her motherhood journey. <laughs> um Stephen was a form of, like, escapism for Mark. Stephen had a happy childhood and a mother that never hurt him or blamed him for anything. Stephen didn't remember his brother or his brother's death, which is what let his mom blames Mark for his brother's death. And that's why she's abusive um, towards him after that point. But Stephen doesn't even remember his brother and therefore does not even remember his brother dying. Uh, because that would all like link to his mother being a really bad mother. <laughs> so he doesn't remember those things. And, but Mark had to experience those things. So as a consequence of this, when they become adults and their mother dies, Stephen doesn't know about it because he's supposed to be living this like happy, simple life where bad things didn't happen to him and bad things don't really happen to him. He's just kind of awkward and that's sad, but like nothing horrendous is in his past. <laughs> He's a happy little guy who likes working at the, <laughs> at the British history museum. Yeah. Sometimes he sleeps past his dates, but like, yeah. Yeah. Still wondering who got him that date. Cause it wasn't Mark, right? <laughs> Mark didn't care. <laughs> you think Mark got him that date? I think Mark got him the date. Yeah. I mean, like, Mark, 
I could see it. There's the third personality. I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't that's see John him. Lockley. John Jake Lockley. Jake? Is it Jake? It's Jake Lockley. Hmm. Thanks for reminding me with <laughs> the wrong name. But anyway, I don't think he did. He's just like, oh, I speak Spanish and I like killing. <laughs> like he's not getting anyone else a date. If he's <laughs> he's getting himself a date, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's not letting anyone else take credit for that. Anyway, <laughs> um, you looking it up? Yeah, it's Jake Lockley, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah. But as a consequence of like what Steven is meant to be for Mark, because it's like this trauma coping mechanism, um, DID is, um, which is uh, dissociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. is what this character has. And so this is, this is escapism for him. He had a good life. He had a happy childhood. His mom never hurt him. His dad was great. He didn't have a brother that died. All these things. <laughs> he he just didn't have a bad life, you know. So as a consequence of this, he doesn't know his mother died. Because if he knows his mother died, that is like a connection to mom and pain connected. And we don't remember those things. So <laughs> so you don't get to know about that, Stephen. Sorry. Um <laughs> Uh, in the fifth episode of Moon Knight, they are trying to find peace with their collective lives so they can enter into the Egyptian afterlife version of paradise or heaven, the field of reeds, which is seems kind of boring, but there must be more going on than they show there. <laughs> so Not <in> really. <laughs> so in order to make peace, Stephen has to learn about how his mother treated him in his childhood and which also he has to learn about her death but steven cannot accept it he just can't handle the fact that she died so when mark says like she's dead he he calls him a liar he starts freaking out don't say that mom's alive what are you talking about kind of deal and then um this is also kind of all in his head. So he has a manifestation of the villain of the show, Arthur Harrow. Uh, and when Arthur says, uh, like, hey, your mom's dead. I don't know what you're talking about. He asked if he's joking. He says, you, you having a laugh? <laughs> you having a laugh? <laughs> so he, uh, he can't accept it no matter what. So Arthur, like, calls his bluff and gives his mom a call on the phone and tries to give it to Stephen. And Stephen finds out that he is unable to take the phone. He just, he keeps saying, put that down. Why are you calling her? Don't bother her. Like he's coming up with every excuse to not call her and to not grab the phone. And he just eventually just realizes what's going on. And he sits down and he accepts that his mom is dead. And the point I'm making is that uh, <laughs> with all this information now, in your head, the point I'm making is that our actions are indicators of what we believe. Like you were just talking about earlier with the fruits of the spirit, uh, faith without works is dead, not because the works are needed, but because when you believe things, you act them out. Um, so the verse I just quoted up, uh, right there is in James, it's James two fourteen through 18. Uh, and I'm going to read it now. <laughs> So this is ESV. So here we go. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things they 
needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your works apart from your faith, or sorry, show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. So this is James, uh, brother of Jesus, saying, um, yeah, it's great to have faith. I want you to have faith. And even after this section, he says, even the demons have faith. <laughs> if you believe, good for you, so are the demons, and they shudder. Um, yeah, because the, they know what's coming. The demons know the truth, but they don't act it out, and they don't respond appropriately to that, and they're in trouble, and they are not the good guys. So if that's your situation, get to work. <laughs> um, so I love that he points out, like, hey, if if a brother or sister came to you and was, like, cold, without proper clothing and without food, and you said, hey, just have faith in God, go, live in peace, no God will take care of you, you will be warmed and filled – Good job. We all know that's like, that's really dumb. Give him food and clothing. <laughs> what are you doing? How worthless is that statement to that person? And in reality, how worthless is it at all? It's to God or whoever was judging that. We all view those words as nice but worthless. And that's what your faith is if you aren't acting them out. So the point of me talking about Stephen is he can't act out his belief that his mom is alive and a great mom and never did anything wrong hmm. because he can't pick up that phone. He knows the truth and he doesn't believe the lies he has been acting out. Yeah. So he can't pick up that phone. And so it's it's a good little representation of, hey, act out what you believe or you probably don't believe them. <laughs> and if you do believe them, it's probably not worth much. Um, but we have a little hiccup in the show. Throughout the show, we see Stephen calling his mother all the time <laughs> and talking to her or at least acting like he's talking to her. So what's up with that? Is that not works proving his faith that his mother is alive? Um, well, not really, in my opinion. We can see the difference in that he is the one calling in those circumstances. He's always not really calling. I like when he calls and you can see the phone is just like on the home screen yeah. <laughs> up against his ear. Anyway, so um, he's always the one calling. He's initiating this thing and he acts it out. But when someone else calls, he can't go through. So why is that the case? Um this is really about proving your faith to others and not just to yourself. Because when you're the guy uh, who says, um, go in peace, be warmed and filled, you can say, yes, I believe in God. I told that guy God would take care of him. <laughs> and you're not wrong. God probably will take care of him. Or we hope he will. And God will ultimately take care of him even if he doesn't get the food he needs. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you can, you, if you're that person who says, God will take care of it. I helped that guy. I told him God will take care of him. That should give him peace. Like, that's nice. Um, but the Bible says. We're called to take care of people's bodily needs as well. <laughs> the Bible says if that's your faith, then your faith is dead. So uh, work a little harder on that, maybe. <laughs> um, but before when it, so this is my comparison. Before when he was, he was just miming the works of faith of calling his mom and talking to her. Now he has to do them, right? And so he is this man saying, go in peace, be filled, and be warmed. He's doing, quote-unquote, the right things, and he's speaking what he says he believes. But if you're not going to 
follow through with your actions. You're just saying those words to convince yourself. You're not actually helping that guy. You're just saying, well, I believe in God and you should believe in God and he'll take care of you. <laughs> so you're welcome. Moving on. Like, <laughs> Um, I just think it's so funny to, that idea. It's it's ridiculous and funny, but it does happen in real life, specifically with people who are sick. Like, oh yeah, God will take care of you. Don't go to the hospital. Oh yes, yes, yes. It doesn't really happen with food or clothing <laughs> per se, but it happens a lot uh, with people just saying, "You gotta trust God. You don't trust God enough to heal you." What are you talking about? Go to the hospital. <laughs> take this man to the hospital. Pay for his medicine. Don't say those words. You're not acting out don't your faith. Don't say those words. <laughs> You're not yeah. acting out your faith. You're just pushing things off so you don't have to follow through on the what you actually claim to believe. Um, but this is what Stephen is doing. He's calling his mom and acting like he's talking to her just to prove it to himself. Look at my faith. <laughs> I I wouldn't go to the hospital. <laughs> I would tell that man he will be warmed and be filled with food. Look at my faith. I trust God that, that God will do that. And James's response is um, either your faith is so weak it's not worth calling faith or it's not faith at all. So either it's a faith that is so dead and worthless that it doesn't deserve the name faith or you don't have faith. Those are the two options when you're acting like that. So Stephen, <laughs> uh, he's doing this and he's proving it to himself. And when he thinks about it, he can say, oh, I did the right things. My mom, he even says this. My mom's alive. I call her like every day. Yeah. I talk to her every morning and every night after work. What are you talking about? He can say those things because he's acting them out. Uh, he's like miming the actions you would do if that was true. But yeah. he's not actually following through because when it truly comes down to doing the right things of someone calls you bluff, do you really believe your mom's alive? If you do, pick up this phone and talk to her. He falls short. And either his faith is so weak it's not worth calling faith, or he has no faith at all. So he's playing this out um, very well for us to look at as an example of like, hey, if you really believe that, he just pick up the phone and start talking to his mom. Yeah. But he knows it's not true. And all those times before, he was just doing that to convince himself, not to convince, not because he actually believed it. Um, and that this is a very dangerous thing. Um and I would warn you all against telling someone don't go to the hospital or not providing money for them and saying, God will take care of your finances. God, God will take care of your sickness. Yes, they know that. They they can read the Bible. Help them. What are yeah, you doing? They, God will help them <laughs> through you. Yes. What Steward are you doing? what God has given you. <laughs> so the problem with those people is when it comes down to it, they have no faith at all. And if they do, it's it's dead. So show me your work or show me your faith by your works, please. That's James's challenge to all of us. Yeah. Um, anyway, did Which, you have anything to add? Well, I was just going to say right at the end there, just to add that it shouldn't be a difficult challenge to meet. Yeah. We should be already displaying the fruits of the spirit, all of these quote unquote challenges. It should be, you know, second nature is as, as natural as breathing as we imitate christ mm -hmm. but and of course i mean you know sin within all of us that's not how it actually works so hey <laughs> that's awesome um anyways but yeah no i i don't i don't think that i have anything to really add to that um yeah faith without works is dead there you yeah. go yep yeah. i think it's all summed up in that verse so 
there you go. But here's <laughs> another thing <laughs> from Moon Knight. So if you guys have anything you want to add about Moon Knight Episode 5 mm-hmm. or Bow, the Disney Pixar short, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you have something you want to add or take away from what we said, or if you have your own idea about something completely different, we'd love to hear from you guys at ocvepod.com or ocvepod at gmail.com or at ocvepod at Facebook or Twitter. Thanks for listening. Did you want to say bye? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Have a great day. Yep. Talk to you next week. Bye.